happy peanuts soar over chocolate-covered mountaintops and waterfalls of caramel. Prancing nougat in the meadow sings a song of satisfaction to the world. Hello, I am your host, Samuel Hansen, and you are listening to Combinations and Permutations, episode 52, brought to you by AcmeScience.com. On this week's episode, we talk discrete mathematics. Well, more, we give an overview of it. And then we talk about what some possible future episodes are probably going to be. Oh, and I declare myself overlord. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Combinations and Permutations, the mathematical podcast that comes to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. That's right, just from Las Vegas now. And I'm going to preemptively uh, mute everyone here so that no one can uh, interrupt me while I do my introductions. Really, I don't know why I'm muting. I really don't have much of a preamble. I just kind of want to talk by myself while they sit silent. Uh, But that's enough of that. So first up, I have the man with the official beard of combinations of permutations, Cody Palmer. And... Champion of the oh, combination right. of permutations just, just, 50th episode just quiz show. Just champion, yeah, champion. of combinations of champion. permutations. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take I it. mean, you're not the overlord. That would be me. Right. But right. you are my champion. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you realize, but by winning that, uh, you have actually allowed me to demand that you go out and slaughter mythical beasts. Okay. Uh, as well as defend the honor of my non-existent lady. Sounds great to me. I'm, I'm, I'm your man. Brandon? Brandon Metz, who I'm going to introduce next, you shut the fuck up before I unmute you. I'm not even saying anything, and I just don't want to take this. That's right, Brandon Metz, the uh, the massacrer, I believe, is your last nickname here. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I was about to. I, it was your whole introduction. I was just like crazy to you know call you a woman because of that. <laughs> so you get to defend your lady honor. He will do it for you. Oh well, actually, yeah. Just a second. If I just call myself a lady, I can just have Cody defend my honor whenever I need it to happen? Fuck it. I'm a lady. If I don't have to defend myself... I finally myself, got him to admit it. If I don't have to... <laughs> defend me. Um, Cody, Cody, you, Cody, careful there. You, okay. With a broadsword, asshole. I forgot it. And last up, the one we don't want to see. The one person that we just really don't want to have on please, the show. Please, please just stop the puns. <laughs> the one, please. <laughs> Uh, I want my skull. You should really introduce Chris or Nathan like that next time. <laughs> just throw everyone off. You, you know what? I, I think I I might because honestly, I don't ever want to see them again. It's, it's kind of an issue considering that that speaking I of, that I share this apartment with Nathan. Speaking of Chris, I was laying in my bed last night, okay, and he texts me at one thirty, and you know what the text Are says? Are you the least bit surprised? No, no, no but you know what the text says? Are you in bed? No, no, no. It says it says hope. That was it. That was it. And I texted back. I'm like, um, hope for what, Chris? Silence. Change, of course. Yeah. I was just like, hope? Progress? What? He every once in a while just pulls out like a single word from an Obama <coughs> speech and texts it to me as well. Like, I'm just going to sit there one day and, you know, just 
at like 3 a.m. in the morning, I'm going to text Chris and be like, Croxel de Fevic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Then I'm just going to stop. Well, well, what is that? I mean, it's not like he listens to this. So what? Oh, it's something with Croxel diff like properties. <laughs> Clearly. Can you use it as a sentence? Yeah. Um, uh, Croxel de Fevic is a hard word to spell. <laughs> uh, can you use it in a sentence which would uh, illustrate its meaning? It's a hard word to spell. So just second. Oh, uh, it's not a real word. Well, I know. I was trying. Uh, you know what? Fuck you. I, I was actually no, I'm going to ruin your fun. That's it. That's how it is. We're, we're going to have our fun, and we're just going to be like, it's over when you get in. So we're done. Moving on. You can't move on. I'm the host. You can't demand that I move on to the so, next So for our next topic, we'll be... Welcome to... Let's just hijack oh, the, oh, let's hijack the whole you. thing. You can only dream about saying it's, that. It's true. It's true. Welcome to computations and prototypings. Yeah, okay, you didn't actually say it, so I don't have to edit it out, but I am actually going to edit that out. I'm going to put a big fucking beat over Do it. Do not censor him. Oh, I will censor whoever the fuck I want. I pay for this. Beep. Thing. You realize? Beep. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a little too loud for Sam's ears. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, you realize you realize that I actually pay money out of my own pocket to make sure that this happens, right? Like I I am the dictator of this show. And by dictator of the show, I now decree that we are moving on to our fucking topic. What's our topic, Sam? What's our topic, huh? You know what? Now I don't want to go on to the topic. See, I knew I okay. could get him to go before before we go on to the actual topic, I want to bring up a, a, a alternative topic. But before I even do that, I want to put out an offer for all the people who listen to this. If you leave us a review in iTunes, you go to iTunes store and you leave us a review, and at the end of the review, you leave the name of your favorite combinations and permutations guest or host, if it so be. Yeah, like it every you. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm well aware of that. The person whose name you put down, provided that they are a guest that still comes on to the show, uh, they will read your name out loud at the beginning of an episode. So that's right. If you leave a review on the iTunes store, you can get your name read out by your favorite combinations and permutations guest. And, and, and tell me you don't want me to read out your name. Come on now. He's got a great big bushy beard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was so creepy. Honestly, if we want to go sultry, we all know that I will win on that. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, on alternative topic number two, invasive insects. I'm about to say, can we make a PSA? Yes. <laughs> Everyone. Bed bugs fucking suck. God damn it, do you realize the only reason that I like being a graduate student was because I had my own goddamn office, and then bed bugs have to come into CDC Building fucking 7, and then they have to fumigate, and I'm not allowed in my office for about a week, and my gym shit is in there, and my rebel card is in there, I can't do fucking anything, and I am annoyed. It's, it's going to be like I'm an undergraduate again, because I have classes that end at 11.15, and then nothing until 2.30. So it's going to be like... It's going to be like being an undergraduate. I'm going to have to go hang out in the library. I'm just totally lost, though. I mean, I, I have no idea how to be in this school as an undergraduate. So, like, yeah, I, ever I. since I've been here, I've had an office. I'm exactly. just like, this, I, I feel so lost and, you know, yeah, empty. I, I was like, when they, uh, when they shut us down on Thursday <clears throat> and they just told us essentially, get out, 
uh, I just kind of wandered around with my bike, like pushing my bike, because I also no longer <laughs> have a room to store my bike in that I ride every day to school. Really annoying. Yeah, it, it, I already live with Brandon. I don't need more annoying shit crawling into my bed. This, this. <laughs> hey, hey, that was that one time. One time. Okay, so uh, invasive, invasive bugs are kind of like Brandon. Well, speaking of this, as soon as we came back... From you know the school that day, Juan went on like a crusade to find uh, to find any bed bugs, any reason he could to up. To th- he was throwing shit around. You know his mattress was halfway across. He was like, "What the fuck are these bed bugs? I swear to God, Dude, I saw something right there." I'm like, "Juan, we got no bed brought, bugs." You would have brought home like one or two. They're not going to be visible for like a month. I, I don't care. I, I was waking up the, the entire did night. You, I couldn't stop wa- scratching myself. Well, of course, he's, been, he's none so of us. Not, after they announced it, everyone was scratching. Like it it's was, you're told that there's yeah. bed bugs, and so you just start scratching. It's just like you're told, oh, we're in a big thing of mosquitoes. You're gonna fucking start scratching. Yeah, whether or not whether yeah. or not it actually happens, it's going. It, you're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. I, I do assume that you at least washed your bed linen. Oh yeah, of course. Right. No, I, I right. took everything out of, I, of my, the of the apartment. <laughs> yeah, my my it's, em- my, it's empty currently. <laughs> Well, everyone who wants to steal some of Brandon and Juan's stuff, you can head over to uh, Harmon uh, in Las Vegas and, you uh, bring it, you, you and, and pick up some of the shit that's apparently just piled outside their apartment. Well, it's on the balcony, so on the... Yeah. You better bring yeah, your so. grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not that high off the ground, people. Okay, right. so now on to the actual topic. Every week here on Combinations of Permutations, usually before 10 minutes into the show, uh, we'll... Name some topic, and then we're going to wax philosophic on it. And the topic for this week is one that is very close to my heart. A oh, great. Uh, it was my favorite class when I was an undergraduate. And I see a bunch of quizzical looks on people's faces. That's right, boys and girls. We're going to be talking about discrete mathematics today. Okay. All, right, all right, all right. That was that was one of my <laughs> yeah. first summer math classes, actually, <laughs> discrete mathematics. Okay. And so who's, who's going to state, even though it's closest to my heart, who's going to state what discrete math is? Okay, seriously, I know at least one <laughs> of you knows what it means. Um, is it mathematics with discrete numbers, namely the natural numbers? Uh, structures uh, that are discrete, but yeah. All right. No, no, I mean, that's fine. Non-continuous. <laughs> that's pretty much. Uh, or, or secretive. Uh, Secretive. It, yes. You can't. You can't necessarily yeah. say non-continuous because you can have non-continuous have in uh, infinite things. Uh, but the non-continuous number systems. I mean, if we're talking about numbers, we can say non-continuous. Uh, because even though the integers do go up into infinity, as we have covered multiple times whenever we talk about infinity on this what? podcast, I'm just going to punch one in the face. Give me a second here, <laughs> and there he goes. Uh. That was a little bit delayed. If you want, if you want to fake me hitting you in the face, there. How about I really hit him? Then it'll be realistic. You can still deal with any integer. You can deal with in discrete mathematics. You just can't deal with the entirety of the integers. The joy of it, but I mean, discrete mathematics as a course uh, is a little bit of a grab bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what did you what did you have when you took it? Um, when I when I took. Uh, discrete mathematics. We had an emphasis on combinatorics, uh, but we also spent uh, probably two thirds of the time on set theory and proof. 
Yeah, I, I think that for a lot of people, the first class uh, when you're going through undergrad that you see really rigorous proof done tends to be discrete <clears throat> math. Yeah, that was... For me, it was the same way. We started with um, we started with logic and truth tables. Yeah, that, that's Actually, what that's we started with thing. as well. And then you know all the methods of proofs, and then you know seeing special proofs. Yeah, that um, was the first time I ever theory. saw. We did induction. some number theory yeah. there too. Well, that's uh, we seem to bring we seem to bring number theory in when I took it yeah. in order to use induction on proofs. <laughs> right. Yeah, isn't discrete math the first place? Uh, usually, the first place modular arithmetic is brought up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, modular arithmetic. Modular arithmetic is uh, how you can essentially close integer groups uh, with just addition. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, modular arithmetic is uh, when you say three times four, you know, mod two. It's the solution of the operation. It's the remainder from the solution of the operation divided by two. Think of it as a clock. When yeah, you do a it's clock, a clock. A clock, is, a clock is mod twelve, right? Because you go from one, you go from zero, which is the same as twelve, to, to one, 11. two, three, four, eleven, and then twelve again is zero, and so you keep going around. So every time you get to a multiple of twelve, it's zero, and yeah. so on. And you know, minus it's just one the official would be mathematical definition yeah. has the stupid remainder. But for those I of hate, you who you know hate remainders like to I do, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, another thing <laughs> is just think how many copies of how many copies of whatever you're modding can you take out. When you can't take out whole copies anymore, uh, that's your solution, and which is the same thing. I mean, it's clock arithmetic. And so in order to deal with uh, finite groups of integers, you have to introduce this style of arithmetic because otherwise uh, you end up with something that's not in the finite group, which is a bit of an issue. Modular arithmetic was due to Gauss, wasn't it? Most likely. Many things are. If, I, I think when we did the Gauss episode, which was my first episode, uh, we discussed how modular. Yeah, arithmetic either was one the of two of you name your first episode. <laughs> That's why I like Cody more. We don't really listen to the episodes. You were on it, <laughs> so <laughs> it had something to do with something. Yeah, I'm positive of. That. I know. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Which yeah. is, you know, <clears throat> what you just stated. One is a tautology, which is something you learn about in discrete mathematics. Oh, oh it, That's very true. <laughs> And Cody brings it back home with that. That was a, that was a home run, yeah. man. You got to work on getting off topic more, Cody. <laughs> pandas. What's up with pandas, man? You know, Nathan had an awesome panda shirt. Did you, yeah. you see it? It was crushing like the skyline of... Well, see, the last thing I need is a panda things. destroying, you know, the world. Well, I mean, it would after you eat so many of them at Panda Express. It was I mean, Gauss. That's true. That's true. It was Gauss. Of course it was. Yeah, yeah. It, so well, of, if it wasn't I mean, him, he definitely made the if best. If it wasn't Gauss, it was Euler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it's only one or two. It's only one of two people that could have yeah, been. If it has anything, <laughs> if it's anything other than the like the discovery of calculus, the answer is either Euler or Gauss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, going back to uh, more discrete mathematics, uh, as we mentioned, logic set theory that tends to be what's tougher, and then. A lot of times, the big bulk of it, because it honestly is the biggest thing in research combinatorics, or research combinatorics, research discrete mathematics is combinatorics. Like, that, that tends to be, like, where you learn the coolest stuff, and that was the reason why I loved my discrete <clears throat> math course so much. Because, oddly enough, counting large amounts of things is insanely fun. <laughs> That's true, and very relevant to the region that we live in today. Indeed, um, indeed. In what way? Um, that being Las See, Vegas. See, that was my sultry voice. Oh, gotcha. that, that, was real, that sounded more <laughs> like a pedophile. So I'm just As gonna... I said, it was my sultry voice. <laughs> trying to seduce three-year-olds? I mean, come on. Whoa. 
We do not advocate, you know. And nor am I actually a pedophile. Okay, so in what way, Juan? Well, you know, you um, uh, you're looking for a game to play at the casino, and you are wondering which ones have the best odds, or are you just you're trying okay, to convince yourself. You're actually yourself. talking about probability yeah. here, buddy. Oh, okay. which well, is another part of which, a which discrete math. Discrete math. You cover a yeah. basic probability in discrete too. You should yeah. at least talk about uh, that. Well, you you cover right. combinatorial probability, yeah. which is right. I mean, why yeah, you thought same. of any combinatorials. Yeah. It's there's equally likely outcomes, and so the probability yeah. is the amount of ways the event you want to happen divided by the total amount of ways <clears throat> any event can happen. Brandon mm. and I are both well versed in this because we're both teaching this to our <laughs> students right now. Yeah, I actually. Oh my gosh, I actually. So I was, I was okay. So I was teaching um, empirical probability. Okay, so funny little aside here. Um, I was up at the board. And I was talking about how you know empirical probability is the you. It's observing. And you get the probability from observing events, right? So if I'm flipping a coin 10 times and I want to observe how many times the, you know, the outcome heads occurs, then I would, the probability of that would be, well, the number of heads that occur over the total number of trials, right? That's empirical probability. Well, I decided instead of saying it that way, I said the numerator is the outcome that we're interested in. And in this case, it is getting head. And I was, <laughs> and they freaking flipped out, and they were like crying. I was like, "Oh my god!" You should not have forgotten your S there, buddy. No, I was like, "Okay." I was, I was in the moment, and I was just like, "You know, you know what it is?" And I was just like, "Our outcome here is to get head." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And you actually yeah. said "shit" to follow it up. Yeah, I did say "shit" too. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" And you're like, "Oh fuck! God damn it, son of a!" Yeah. Well, um, you, you could have just correct yourself and say, oh, I meant getting tail. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the next thing I was hearing. But then I, then, I, uh, then I decided to be more like, um, yeah, well, that's not the worst thing I've heard done. I mean, and then I explained Eric's drawing a penis on the board to them, and they laughed at that, too. Oh. So I was like, yeah, I'm You know what I want to point out? Don't do any of this stuff, neither does Cody. I'm sure Juan does. Uh, that's why Cody and me, not going to get fired after this. That reminds me, Juan. Remember when we went to L.A.? Um, I do not know what you speak of, Brandon. We are not oh, bringing yeah. this up on <laughs> the podcast. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we are not bringing that up on the podcast. Uh, I was not with them. I don't actually know exactly what they're talking about. All I know is that I had to mute them. It's Juan. What do you think happened? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I just, I just had to mute them and now shield the back of my mic so you can't hear through. Okay, so one of the really interesting things to me about uh, discrete mathematics is that uh, it's, it's honestly the oldest form of mathematics. I mean, when you really think of it, I mean, in the history of mathematics, it's rather recent that we've had any idea of infinity, even more recent that we've had any idea of real numbers. Uh, and so, I mean, the beginning of man couldn't have happened without discrete math. I mean, the, the first problem, man, mathematical problem that man encountered was counting things. I mean, you can, you can virtually guarantee that. Uh, and so, and so, and then, and then after that, adding up two finite amounts of counted objects. Yep. <laughs> not, go. not with numbers, obviously just with like notches on a wall, but right. still it's the same thing. It's, un <clears throat> it's unary addition. Uh, actually, that was one thing that, because uh, the discrete math course <coughs> I took uh, as an undergrad was actually a computer science course. It wasn't a math course. And actually, that was one thing that we did learn that was super fun was uh, uh, transferring bases. 
so yes. I did a lot of work with binary, changing binary to octal, doing your operations in octal, octal and then answering in hex. Yeah, I, th- I think the first time you see that, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? And then you're just like, <laughs> after a while, you're just like, ah, oh, this is kind of cool, actually. This is pretty easy. It's a lot easier than I thought it was. Like, originally, I just hated it, but I mean, I didn't Really? I, like, immediately, the first time I saw it, I'm like, just a second, I can, I can not use all 10 digits. I only need to use two. Just I can use, I don't know, 10, use 16. Digit, 10 digits use 16. and five letters. <laughs> like, I can do this? Like, this is, this is okay? And I, I mean, I always understood that, that was possible. I knew what binary was at that point. I've seen it. I think I had done a couple of transferring things, but I didn't realize that it was so easy to switch back and forth between everything. And then as soon as I realized it was, it was just like kind of like a light went off and I played around with it just for weeks. Yeah, binary is pretty friggin' sweet. It's just I really liked Octal. I haven't done much work with Octal since. Really? Octal? Yeah, I, and for a while I was doing most of my arithmetic in uh, Septal. Which is really hard to work with. Well, yeah, it's prime. (laughs) It's prime. I mean, it's not going to be nice. Incidentally, um, the use of octal can be, uh, or octal can be used to show that Bill Gates is the Antichrist. I I would. What? Okay, this is not something I learned in discreet. Um, Well, it's. I don't. I don't exactly. It has to. It has to do with the fact that. you have to do a series of calculations, some of which involved the year Scrabble was invented. What? Um, <laughs> what? What does that have to do with Bill Gates? And um, it's I have I have seen I have seen it before. Um, that that was while I was trying to prove that um, uh, Menudo is actually racist. But that's um, <laughs> again. What did you do with your life before we? See, got this reminds here? me of the movie twenty, no, the number twenty-three. Yeah, if you take a whole bunch of digits, you can make them. You can use all kinds of operations to get to equal twenty-three. Well, there, Cody. Uh, the, the <laughs> times times are, oh my I gosh, it's three plus five times it's, three. It's actually even a bit easier with say discrete math than it is sometimes with continuous. It's like uh, <clears throat> like the work that they do with uh, you know mapping uh, was like. Neanderthal settlements in places and then they say well look at they're all set up in these perfect equilateral triangles and they're all oriented in this same direction this entire Neanderthal culture had an incredibly good concept of like spatial uh, geometry Uh, and it's just because they're picking and choosing data and when you don't actually have a continuum of data sometimes that's a lot easier Uh, my friend Matt Parker uh, who I've interviewed on Starling the Connect Components, he's appeared on Math Maths, uh, my uh, current events podcast as well. Uh, he uh, did the same sort of work except with uh, Woolworth stores in... Uh, Woolworths? Yeah, in England. Because they, they still exist in England. Really? Yeah. Uh, they, they just left wow. here, but they still exist in England. And he <coughs> showed that they showed up, that they were all done in these uh, specific patterns and somehow it had something to do with some pagan religion. And, and so Woolworths are pagan, <laughs> and it's it, you can find that online. I'll try to find the link to the his Woolworths article. But I mean, it's just <laughs> hilarious because if you only have a finite set of data, you can kind of pick and choose and how orient it, it and how you want to represent it. Whereas if you have an infinite amount, then you have to, especially if it's con, you know say continuous as in graph, you actually are stuck only being able to deform it in certain ways. But I still prefer discrete math. I really do, which. It makes me feel kind of bad because it puts me on Kronecker's side. Oh man, you must be pissed about that. I I am. I am. I am not in favor because I'm. Uh, well, I I think that I'm well documented as being a Cantor fan at this point. I think we all Cantor's are. Cantor's pretty cool. 
and it got brought up in real. Yes, yes. yes. And then I'm like, it, and it was bringing up, I'm like, oh no, it's it's Leopold Kroniker. That's who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, it's Kroniker, the giant asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's him. Don't worry. Okay, uh, so in a, in a, we're all in the same real analysis class, and our professor was trying to bring it up, and he said it was someone else at first. I don't know who he thought it was. Uh, oh. I, I don't know who he thought it was. Uh, it was something. Yeah, but he got it wrong. I'm like, no, it was Kronikir. Like, I just raised my hand and immediately started down. He's like, oh, you knew what I'm talking about? Oh, what? Did he send Canner away? Or he essentially caused Canner to uh, become insane? Yes, I do know what, what you're talking about. He seemed really, uh, like, surprised. And then he asked how many other people. I'm like, well, uh, Cody, Juan, and Brandon all know. <laughs> well, considering, you know, math, the history of math course here is not exactly very historical <laughs> about math. Yeah, but I'm also the only person in there who took the history of math course. I, I would have taken it if it wasn't so. You so, you didn't so. you didn't know that when I was signing up, and I also probably shouldn't be thought. Oh no, I'm never gonna have him again. Yeah, that class was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, See, I, actually, I, it turns out uh, the professor who taught that class is the neighbor to one of my friends. Wow. Can we're we get this shit out? We're all, all connected. Now we know where he lives. We're yeah. All connected. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna come. We're gonna bring that up in a second. That that's actually connected to something that we will talk about. But just saying, can we egg his house? We know where he lives now. There's someone else I'd rather egg. True, but or, we can egg both of them. Or we can just attack him. <laughs> okay, one, one, you've been silent for twenty minutes. Because I've been. Or we plotting. can rape him. <laughs> oh. Whoa! Oh my okay, gosh, Cody. So Cody, you won't fucking swear. But you will imply that we should rape someone because they were a bad teacher. There's actually, a clockwork orange. There's actually a story behind me saying that. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is if, an interesting if, story. Actually, if you go back to the acmescience.com oh, yeah. uh, webpage. Uh, you will be, a, and you go back to the sketch outtakes uh, for uh, the Cantor sketches that I put up. I think that part of the story might be there. Yeah, yeah, in part. It actually has to do with me and my sister. We, uh, <laughs> okay, actually, okay, that not, sounded it's really not bad. not as bad as you think. <laughs> now you actually have to well, explain it. Me and my sister, we went on a road trip up to Seattle, and um, we were driving down the road, and there was this... Uh, Don't worry. There was this girl texting <laughs> while she was driving, and we're looking at her like, that's a really horrible person who's texting while she's driving. So she's like, yeah, she's really horrible. I was like, we should do something to her. She's like, yeah, we should beat her up or something. And then my sister goes off talking about something else, and I just kind of inter- interrupt her. I'm like, or we could rape her. <laughs> and she, my sister just stopped what laughing? she was saying and looked at me. I was like, I'm just kidding. I'm not actually serious. But yeah, No, so that's, he's dead serious. And, and so that's really the story is the idea of just saying, oh, or, or we could rape them is some sort of... <laughs> Way out, disproportionate punishment for a seemingly trivial, trivial transgression. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> How about we rape him up the ass with the pointy end of a pineapple that has a electric screwdriver with an all bit in it? Ooh, sounds kinky. If we're going to make this disproportionate and insane, yes. why not make it as disproportionate and insane as you can so it actually <clears throat> sounds like a joke? Oh, okay. Oh, no. I liked his version. It's very sincere, but... Yeah. Also, put your cell phone away, Brandon. What the fuck do you think this is? Class? <laughs> no, if it was class, it would be my iPod. And I would be sitting there on the internet the whole time. Or Xbox. It's okay, what, what have we been talking about? <laughs> if I had my Xbox in class, that'd be pretty um, awesome. 
Let's see here. What's we our topic? <laughs> discrete, discrete math. math. Discrete math. Okay, so another thing that you learn in discrete math is theoretical computer science. This is why it was a computer science course. Or you learn that in computer science. But it was a, this is why it was a computer <laughs> science course at my undergrad university is because it was... Um, because the second semester... Well, that in combinatorics is definitely computer math anyway. I mean, that's okay. how you... I mean, they're combinatorial structures yeah. is what you use while programming. But uh, I, this is actually where I learned my first uh, finite automata work, my first formal language stuff, as well as recursion. Uh, yes, recursion. good old recursion. Now, even in discrete math, math classes that are not computer science-based, the idea of an algorithm is first... At least my... Yeah. And the algorithm yeah. was first introduced introduced to me in a discrete math Did you, course. So what? How is it introduced? Like it, algorithms are defined in various ways. How is an algorithm actually defined in your course? Um, uh, of course, I don't remember the exact definition. Yeah. But, it's like a set but of it's steps just to follow to to do. Something. I asked him. Exactly. Well, I don't care. Not, He's yeah. taking too yeah, long. It's, it's just a method. Um, a, a, set, a set of steps. Um, and just a very clear outline of what needs to be done to get to okay, your that, conclusion. Okay, I'm actually going to let Brandon continue because that was the worst. <laughs> Definition of an it's algorithm. It's just a set of steps to, to you know, get something Give done. It, with a given input, it's a set of steps to follow in order to get the output uh, which you desire for which the algorithm is set up. Uh, you you, okay. you need you um, need the input and the output. That's right, very correct. important in the definition of an algorithm. See, I was shooting for an algorithm is a plan. <laughs> you can tell yeah. which one of us has done the most uh, computer <laughs> math. Uh, it's yeah. the one who's obsessed with the input and the output. Yeah, you, you're pretty, uh, you're pretty um, upset about that. Anal? Yeah. yeah. Quite anal. Yes, I am. Dick I am right. actually quite anal about my inputs. I, uh, now, <laughs> so, uh, well, but I'm actually more anal about getting the right output. I, now, oh. so. Oh, man. <laughs> it's too easy. Uh. <laughs> easy. I knew what you were going for. I was just no, going with it. <laughs> no, I have no idea what anal output could possibly mean. No, that's not where I was going to go with it, though. No, that was anal input. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so then, of course, uh, one thing that I've just avoided mentioning so far, and we're not going to go too far into it because one episode soon, I'm finally going to talk about this. Uh, might as well just have an hour-long episode by myself for this one, and that would be... Talking by something. yourself and being annoying. Oh, come uh, on. Uh, graph theory? Graph theory. Yeah. Because that that's my right. actual research topic. Uh, now, graph theory is, of course, just visual representations for uh, combinatorial objects, really. I mean, that's, that's what they are. Uh, but it's one of the cornerstones. Cornerstones. I think I actually said cornerstones for a yeah. second there. Cornerstones of what discrete math is, and uh, one of the most, at least for me, was one of the most fun things to study while I did it, like, while I was in discrete mathematics. Graph theory is pretty cool stuff. When you get into, like, when you first see it, you're just like, this, you, you can solve so many different types of problems with graph theory. It's just Does, Doesn't it have really caterpillars cool. in it? There are, there are cat, and I don't, I have caterpillars. Caterpillars? There is no R in caterpillars. Caterpillars. I, I, beg, <laughs> I beg your forgiveness. He's gonna love this one. The Bridges of Koenigsberg. Is that right? Koenigsberg? Uh, I think it is. Koenigsberg or Koenigsberg? I, I you're, the one Koenigsberg. Who, you're the one who speaks German, so I would go yeah. on your... I think it's Koenigsberg. That's a, that's a pretty cool one. That's like yeah. a classic problem you see with Eulerian circuits. Yep. <sighs> yeah, no, I mean, graph, graph theory is actually just... I mean, it's a huge amount of fun, but 
as I said, since it's my research area, I do kind of want to reserve really going into it. But you mentioned, I think Juan mentioned some time ago, and I stepped over him, something about connections between people. That was me. Oh, that was you? We're all connected. We're all connected. And that is another well, yeah, area that's... of discrete mathematics, which will probably also be covered more in the uh, graph theory one if I don't decide to do an entire one on its own, because I'm going to be doing a couple of talks on it, and that's social network theory. Which is, I mean, it's essentially just a, a form of applied graph theory, uh, except you look at very different things. You would, you're more worried about how clustered a graph is instead of, you know, how can I label the edges of this graph, which is something you look at a lot with graph theory. You can instead think, uh, what's the shortest path between these two? Uh, is this, does, are these connections highly clustered in this area? And it, I mean, it's all about being able to study uh, how information is dispersed amongst actors, be them actual people or organizations. I have a Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a Facebook movie, and I'm not going to see it. It's actually called The Social Network. Exactly. It's what right. brought the whole thing up. Uh, and now there's something else. And now I'm on the Wikipedia page. Uh, there's a few things in here I didn't actually know about. Uh, and that... Uh, and one of them is there's actually a discrete calculus. Yeah, I have heard that. Uh, it's a function defined on an interval of the integers, and it's usually called a sequence. Uh, and it's a finite sequence from a data source, uh, usually like a discrete dynamical system, uh, I, either iterative or PDE, I'm sure. Uh, but what is... Uh, Different, oh, and they replace uh, differentials apparently with difference equations. Ah. So you can still take a kind of derivative. Okay. It's just not quite the same. But I mean, it's not a continuous <clears throat> function that you're doing. Anyway, it's just a sequence of numbers. Hmm. Yeah, very strange. I mean, calculus involving <coughs> mainly just the limit is a strange idea. Well, th this doesn't even have limits because yeah. these are finite sequences. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah, the limit wouldn't exist. Now, uh, to, the, to the topologist in the room, yeah. Uh, yeah. apparently there's a discrete topology? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, it's just the whole set and the empty set. That's the, the discrete topology. Okay. On anything. No, no, no. no I know, I know. I know, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> of course there's a discrete topology. Oh, uh, yeah, no. It's, I was, a, I was it's with, the whole set and the empty with, set. I was there with Brandon <laughs> on that one. <laughs> See? Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, just, that's point, just, it's point set topology. Sam just made a okay. gamma with his hands. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Do that again. <laughs> yeah. If you don't gamma. do it again, I'll say point set topology again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's. Your, I guess that would be your discrete version of it. It's just because it just deals with you know sets that aren't like complete spaces, metric spaces necessarily. You know, so you're not going to be dealing with, you know, the rationals, the reals, the complex numbers. You'll be dealing with like a set of just a few elements. And, you know, you can still place a topological structure on these sets and talk about open sets as well. Apparently you know. there's still uh, a, at least a decent amount of the topological invariance. Oh, no, stay. yeah. Oh, yeah. The invariances are always, they're going to be the same for any kind of topology, continuous and discrete. As well. Apparently, there's also topological graph theory, topological combinatorics, computational topology, discrete topological space, finite topological space, and combinatorial topology. That sounds ridiculous. I'm kind of interested because I don't. I actually really enjoy topology. I just I like hate, topology, but I I'm hate, more of an algebraic I, topology person. Yeah, so. I hate all the uh, infinite parts of it. Yeah, that was. topology was mine and Sam's first class together. Oh God, I'm so sorry. 
Uh, also mine and Nathan's first class together. Also mine and Chris's first class together. I feel together. sorry for both of those two. Except Chris. I don't feel sorry for Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, uh, does anyone here know about uh, operation, operates, operations research? You what that is? studying the game operation? Yes. Because yeah. I would no, totally no, study it's, that. It's techniques for solving practical problems in business and other fields. Allocating resources, maximizing profit, scheduling project activities, minimizing risk. Uh, now it's that, like a math applied to business and everyday yeah, stuff. And, yeah, but it's, it's definitely a discrete math as well. Right. Uh, it's probably another one. I think that this might just be kind of, this might be the first episode of our second season where we just now cover, since we've covered mostly infinite things up till now other than combinatorics, which we already covered. I think we're going to go on a big run of uh, actually going deeper into these subjects from now. And this will kind of be our, our survey show. So in the future, you can look forward to things, one episode on combinatorial topology and another episode on topo, uh, topological combinatorics. I will totally be in for that. Uh, <laughs> combinatorial topology, topological Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, no those sense. are two different Wikipedia pages. Really? Yeah. I'm freaking out a little bit. Here. <laughs> uh, and then, and then the last one, because uh, we've gone through pretty much all of the things that are mentioned in the Wikipedia article, but we knew enough about them that I didn't need to quote from Wikipedia. The last one is uh, game theory, decision theory, utility theory, social choice theory. You better all call Nathan in for those. I, set, those game theory stuff, those shit. Is man, I, actually, actually uh, that would be me and Anthony. Really? Yeah, you know, we've I I I've read an entire book on game theory, and then yeah, game I theory is very set it. theoretic too. It depends on depends on where in game theory you're actually going. Yeah. Uh, the the, the useful continue. stuff is just going to be is going to stay away from set theory. It uses it, but I mean, it's mostly yeah. about finding the equilibrium right. of everything. Your, your Nash equilibrium. Uh, I mean, this stuff. I read a non-technical introduction to game theory by Dover Books. It was actually by far the best Dover, but that's the title of the damn book. It's actually just really good, uh, and it's just game theory is something that I've always wanted to talk about on the show. Really have. Uh, it's such a cool thing. But I really want to bring in an actual expert on it yeah. because game theory is super cool, but it's nearly impossible for someone who's not a game theorist to talk about properly. Now, I have an idea of who I would like to bring in. It's like for one of those it. secret societies. Yeah. And now I know exactly who I would love to bring in for it. Uh, the problem is he lives in Portland. It's not that far. <laughs> I can't afford to uh, ship someone down for an episode. <laughs> you can put him in a box and ship him? Yeah, that's it. No wonder <laughs> I can afford that either. I can't aff- afford to fly him down here either. Oh, okay. You mean that. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know, bring him actually down. Uh, and I'm not set up to phone someone in... Uh, Right now. Uh, the main problem is I'd be the only one who could hear him. Oh. Yeah. You could sort of pantomime what he's saying to us. <laughs> so, yeah, so, not only, so not only are we going to talk you about a subject, a subject that's quite hard to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this is, this is all very interesting to listeners, us planning on air <laughs> what our next <laughs> subjects are going to be about. Uh, so I'm going to play charades while someone is talking directly to me. Uh, about what what he's talking about. I think that sounds about right. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. So I don't care. I'll so just send. It. I'll just send him an email and ask him if he's going to be in Vegas yeah. anytime soon. Come okay, on. why are we still? God damn, this is boring. 
I'm so sorry, listeners. This has been a really bad episode. We haven't gone in-depth in anything. We've had fucking rape talk up my ass. Can we just sit here and Literally, insult rape Sam talk for the rest up of my life? ass. Uh, <laughs> Let's just insult Sam for the rest of it. That'll be interesting. Okay, <laughs> just go ahead. Fuck it. I don't care. You know what, Sam? You are a piece of shit. I'll start it off with that. I concur. Um, you better raise me now. <laughs> you are two pieces of shit. I see you're two pieces of shit, and I raise you one douchebag. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? Obviously, this man has not been laid in a long time. By the way, he by the images that I just pr- saw, because it was really scary as he was, you know, pelvic thrusting the air, and it was just really creepy because, you know, your hips shouldn't move like that in, in sex. I'm sorry, but you know that doesn't naturally occur, Sam. Yeah, I'm I'm reasonably sure he actually had to. Undo those joints, the suture joints in his pelvis. Perform the I think he actually he took his pelvis out, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like jello there. <laughs> I don't know where he would put it or what else is in there, but see I, now, I really now I have two things. You talked about it being jello. Now I'm associating those movements that he was doing with Bill Cosby. So <laughs> when you get the pudding. <laughs> Uh, I can make all of you shut up really quickly. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want to know what this is. Uh, I'll do it. Shoot. Don't. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no. It's not worth it, Sam. I actually... um, You love this song. You love this song. I love this song, too. I I would definitely be for playing Miley Cyrus. You are such a freaking pussy. singing it. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Even better. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Watt's actually on my side on something. Did, did, did Fucking I, douchebag. He's a douche, and no one cares what he thinks. <laughs> did I ever say anything bad about you just now, Sam? You no, but I you need to start. my suture joints, I, and it would annoy him, too. I, I said that it was quite possible that your skills in motion seemed unreasonable given certain anatomical constraints. That's all I said. Why don't you just call him a stupid fuck, okay? Why can't you be like a normal person? You gotta talk like that. Okay, so we're, we're still talking about discrete math. So, uh, Brandon, what, when, you were, when you took discrete math as a course, what was like, your, your favorite part? Like, what was a problem that you really remember from it? What's something that you really, like, remember, I guess? Proving that root two is irrational. You did that first, and okay, well, that's I'll, one. Of, well, that's one of the only things I remember. It was just so long ago. I mean, I don't remember. Well, did, like, what method did you use for that? Contradiction. Industry? You assume that it's rational, so you can write root oh, two okay. as m over n. Well, then you show that you know, if you square both sides, you get that m squared equals two. But you know, you're assuming you gotta first assume that you know. Well, the the GCD of the right that they can't be that the they have two to be integers one. is one. And so you end up showing yeah. that it can't be one, and that's their contradiction. Uh, the same same question. Uh, the the one thing I remember was the idea of what was called a combinatorial proof, and the idea was that you had two quantities, um, and you wanted to show that they were both equal. So what you did is there was something, some third thing, and you showed that they were both equal to that, and by transitivity, they the two were equal. That was that was one of the more interesting. One of the more interesting. Oh things. no, I, I love doing combinatorial proofs. Like a lot of times uh, when I'm doing various things, if I can in any way just <laughs> show by counting, <laughs> that's what I do. I, I get in trouble sometimes because yeah. some teachers uh, either won't trust my counting or don't know enough combinatorics in order to actually check it. They're like, "What is this? We're doing analysis. What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I just <laughs> I showed they're equal by counting." <laughs> right, you one. Um, I really like the number theory section. Um, 
discrete <clears throat> math I took in the second year of uh, undergraduate, and that's when I really decided I really wanted to go in number theory. I think in modular arithmetic, you prove weird things like no squares of the form 3K plus 1. You oh, know, yeah. Yeah, all of, weird it's stuff a bunch like of that. Like, really weird stuff that you rarely ever use. Yeah. But just it's just fun to prove. Exactly. And um, I think... In my in my class, there was an introduction to cryptography, which of course is number theory oh, heavy. Oh man, cryptography! Now that shit. Well, crypto- is cryptography is like the main application of discrete mathematics. My, uh, my one professor back in, at my <clears throat> college, he was like huge. He was working for the NSA for like twenty years as a crypto as a cryptanalyst, <clears throat> and he was and he just did so many presentations on cryptography. He taught a seminar on cryptography and everything. It's it was so fun. Uh, crypto is another subject that I really hope to broach at some point. In a oh, that would, yeah. Really, all, all this is doing is just me setting up like the next thirty-five episodes right now. Yeah. However, if you say if you say crypto, crypto analysis, cryptography enough, you might get the attention of the NSA. We know what you're up to, or the guy from Tales of the Crypt. Yeah, that guy is freaking yeah. fucking scary. <laughs> he is fucking freaking scary. I don't even know who was that. Who played him? Who did we, we were talking about that before? Who looks like that? Wasn't um, so oh, oh no! I know exactly who looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> I cannot use that word. On, I cannot use the name on air, on this but, show, though. I don't know. Can, can anyone make that that weird laugh that he makes? The <laughs> <laughs> apparently you I, can. I, I, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's almost Halloween. We have a winner. Another yeah. month. I've I've actually never really seen. I've it. never seen it either. I'm You've just never guessing. seen it. Oh, I was, I was, I was never I, allowed. My, I, yeah, I wasn't. I had major issues with like creepy movies. Dude, when I, was a I kid. had issues with it because it was fucking scary. Well, no, like any scary movie would set me off for like a month, so I just wasn't allowed to watch scary stuff. Yeah, my mom used to when I was okay. five. She brought home Chucky or, movies for me to watch. Yeah, or or perhaps uh, or perhaps I could get the uh, the. Uh, Cryptozoologist movement, specifically Lauren <laughs> Coleman looking at, like, starting to listen to this. Lauren Coleman is the shit. Cryptozoology. Yeah, it's super cool. Like, cryptozoology is awesome. I'm kind of tempted to have an episode they, on that, do, even though do they know. Do they know that. about fugu fish? Fugu is actually a real thing. Some way, fugu fish. Is Swim it really? Away. Yeah. Charlie, watch out for the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, do they have blah, blah, blahs? Because that, that I know is not something real. Hold on, hold on. Well, that's, that's okay, for a second. Be rash. Be, yeah, be rational, huh? Uh, you, it, fugu is pufferfish, man. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. I've never yeah. heard it called yeah. that. No, no, it's it's fugu. That's what they call when they make it into sushi. Ah, see, I don't eat sushi. Yep. It, I mean, it's the poisonous stuff. I mean, yeah. in order to prepare fugu, you have to go to school and yeah. Know, I don't really, eat, I don't really like to eat shit that will kill me in thirty seconds. After Good call. Eating it. Good call, Brandon. Good call. Okay, uh, and I and it just just to finish off today's episode. Uh, it, just because I threatened to sing Miley Cyrus to everyone earlier, I, I am going to. Uh, I'm going to walk out if you start send singing. send this episode off uh, with a real winner. I'll, I'll, uh, do, I'll do it. D i n o s a. You are a dinosaur. D i n o s a. You are a dinosaur. A n o l d m a n o l d man. You're just an old man hitting on me. What? You need a cat scan. Everyone, have a great week. And that is it for another episode of Combinations and Permutations. Samuel at AcmeScience.com is the email address to leave me any feedback. And AcmeScience.com is a place that you want to go to read up about the topics we talked about on today's episode. Also, don't forget, if you leave us an iTunes review and you mention the name of your favorite Combinations and Permutations guest, 
current, not past. That guest will read your name live on an episode, which is great, right? So you should really go leave us some reviews. Also, allow more people to find out about this show when they search for Math Podcasts on iTunes. This episode, as always, is a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike licensed podcast. So feel free to remix it as long as you mention that we're really awesome and that we are originally on the audio. Also, SB12 got us the music for this outro and the intro, and they're just in general awesome and wonderful themselves. You can find them at opsound.org. I want to thank you all so much for listening and really hope that you continue. Goodbye.